Hiya, babe. Say, how about a little... Ki- Ouch. Does that answer your question, buddy? The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. You all remember Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's famous Maisie picture. In just a moment, you'll hear Maisie in radio, starring the same glamorous star you all went to see and loved on the screen, Ann Southern. But first, your announcement. like the man just said, Maisie Revere of Brooklyn. You know, I'm in show business, and it's a wonderful business to be in. At least that's what people who aren't in it tell me. The main difference I notice is that they eat and I don't. Half of the time, I'm working on some other kind of a job, so I won't give show business a black eye by starving to death in it. <laughs> that's the way things are now. Temporarily, I'm sort of a secretary to a man named Simon Potter. The other day, he said he was looking for a private detective, and I recommended my boyfriend, Eddie Jordan. (laughs) Eddie's a real sweet guy with only one defect. He hates to work. So I gave him a little advice before he went in to see Mr. Potser. Now, remember, Eddie, tell Mr. Potser that you've had plenty of experience as a detective. Yeah, but Maisie, I don't know a thing about it. Well, never mind. Be a mysterious type detective. Tell them about some of the cases you've worked on. Gee, Maisie, what cases? Don't make them up. The case of the two-headed blonde, the case of chicken pox case, and the copper's kipper caper, you know. Well, I must admit that a two-headed blonde would be a very interesting case. One head could be putting on a fresh lipstick while the other was busy smooching. Oh, all right. Stop dreaming, Eddie. I'm not going to grow another head just to please you. (laughs) Okay, baby. You can talk tough, can't you? Well... Sure I can, honey pie. Oh, now, no smoochy talk with Mr. Potser. And remember, you can show him the handcuffs, but don't take the gun out of the holster, or he'll see Hoppy's picture on it. Now, you got it? Yeah. Okay, sweetheart. Come on, then. Let's go in. I'll knock on his door. Come in. What's with that cute voice? Sounds like you've been taking dictation on his lap. No, but he's very human, which is more than I can say for you sometimes. Uh, Mr. Potter. Yes? I got hold of that detective I told you about. Uh, this is Eddie Choo Choo Jordan. Uh, and maybe you remember, he used to play halfback out west at the Carlos University. Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> remember the name well, Jordan, yes, Jordan. Hey, why did they call you Choo Choo? Well, uh, Mr. Potser... But it was because he was always in training. He hates to tell anybody he's ashamed of it. Yeah, well, you don't look very tough, Mr. Jordan. Oh, he's plenty tough, Mr. Potser. If anybody wants trouble, he comes from where they make it. Say, well, I don't know, Jordan, 
Look, sweetheart, I'm the quiet type. I make my play and stick by it. I don't like to bump any heads together unless somebody tries to punch holes in me, say. Uh, well, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the way I feel about whatever you said, too. What kind of a caper is this, Mr. Potser? Well, it's not too difficult. I don't think there will be any fireworks. Good. Eddie doesn't like to scrag anybody unless it's in self-defense. See? And what do you call self-defense, Mr. Jordan? Oh, a guy gives me a funny look. Uh, I open up on him, see? Yeah, I see. Now, I'll tell you the situation, Jordan. I'm having a wedding out at my house, and I've already hired a detective to watch the wedding presents. Yeah? I want you to watch him watching the presents. I get you, Mr. Potter. I'm your boy. Uh, how much do you charge a boy? Well, uh, on a case like that... Uh... Uh, well, I don't think you ought to charge more than $20, Tutu. All right. You got a deal, Mr. Potter? Fine. Uh, Miss Revere here will give you the address of the house and any other details you need. Be there at 1 o'clock. I'll be there, Mr. Potter. Goodbye. Uh, oh, uh, one more thing, Jordan. Yeah? Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. I wouldn't do that. I wasn't too sure. Goodbye. Amazing. Do you do you think I overdid it a little bit? Well, I don't think you should have curled your lip at him so much, but I guess it's all right. I'll call you at the boarding house and give you all the information you need. Okay, Maisie, and don't worry about me. I'll take care of everything out there. Good. <sighs> Eddie Jordan, private eye. Yeah, I kind of like the idea. Well, you don't have to overdo that Eddie Robinson bit. Hey, I thought it sounded pretty natural. Now, look here, Eddie Jordan. I got this job for one day, so don't let it change your hat size. And stop admiring your reflection in the mirror and fluffing up your muscles. Eddie Jordan, private eye, not bad. Yeah, I think I'm going to have a ball at that wedding reception. Uh, where is it? Out on Long Island. There'll be a lot of girls there, so watch your step. I don't want to hear from Mr. Potter that your private eye had a permanent wink in it. Don't get fresh, babe, or I'll rough you up. Oh, get going already, you temporary fat foot. Take the air. <laughs> so long, Eddie. How do you like that guy? He thinks he's a detective already. Oh, Miss Revere. Oh, yes, Mr. Potter. I think I ought to tell you that if anything unpleasant happens at our reception this afternoon, I'll fire you and sue the detective until he's got nothing left but his bridge work. Oh, well, don't worry, Mr. Potter. When Maisie Revere recommends somebody, they come through or else. Or else what? Or else they don't. <laughs> you, Maisie? Yeah, it's me, Miss Candy. Well, congratulations. Your boyfriend, Eddie, just told me he went out and got himself a job as a detective. I know. I got it for him. Really? He didn't mention that. I also did all the lying for him. Is he still here? No, he's already left. But I'm so happy and excited for him. Now he'll be able to pay me his rent. But what's he doing? Well, he's sort of a great dame for a lot of wedding presents. He's got to keep an eye on another detective. Well, that's nice. But there's one flaw in it. I know. Nobody to watch Eddie. That's right. Mm. But he might make a good detective at that. You should see the way he can frisk my refrigerator for cold cuts. I have, many a time. 
You know, Mrs. Kennedy, maybe I shouldn't have pushed Daddy into that job. I'm a little worried about it. Oh, I wouldn't worry. Just ask yourself, is he trustworthy, capable, and intelligent? No, but he's lovable. Well, if there's anything to those detective stories I read, being lovable is a great help. Yeah, there never seems to be any shortage of women in those stories. And usually they're luscious redheads. Uh, yes, and you're a blonde. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I'd better go out there and just make sure Eddie doesn't get things all messed up. Oh, if you do, he won't like it. But he'll never know I'm there. I'll put on a heavy veil and a heavy accent and pretend I'm a widow. That ought to keep him from knowing me. It won't keep him from noticing you. Well, that's all the better. Maybe the young widow can find out what Eddie thinks about Maisie Revere. Gee, quite a crowd. Uh-oh, this must be the other detective. <laughs> oh, I, I say, dear chap, could you tell me what the wedding gifts are? Oh, sure, I'd be glad to tell you. Wow. Really? What direction is that? Well, you go through that door and, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. No, no, you get down this hall and, hey, hey, gee, what a day, what a day. Or uh, maybe you should go upstairs. But I know it's uh, terribly vulgar to find, old fellow, but I wish you would. There's no point in your standing here looking at me with your eyes rolled back. Oh, I'm enjoying it. Looking at you is more fun than I've had in weeks. Well, do hurry up and finish. I really can't stay here forever, don't you know? If you do, the party will move out here. Hey, who's the lady with the black mosquito net over her foot? Please, Junior, don't be unrespectful to the lovely dame. This is the son of the man who owns this dump. Just call me Hopalong Potter. Oh, how'd you do, Happy? Would you like to play games with me? Hey, just a minute, Shorty, just a minute. I want to play games with her, too. Shut up, partner. I'll feel you so full of lead you'll make pretzel mice when you sit down. Oh, I'll wager he's been reading those frightfully dolly comic books. You got it, sister. <laughs> uh, well, what game did you want to play, Hopalong? Well, we're going to steal the silver bullion from the bad guys and hide it in the old mine shaft. Oh, well, how perfectly delightful. Well, run along now. There's a good lad, and I'll talk to you later. Okay. What's your name? My name is Lady Mesa Revere, but you can call me Tex. Okay, Tex. So long, partner. Cheerio, little pal. Gee, so your name is Lady Revere, huh? Hey, my name is Harry Harrigan. I'm glad to meet you. I'm sure. Gee, Lady Revere. You know, you don't look like a lady at all. Thank you. And you'd better not tell me what you think I do look like, or I'll stick a hat pin into your ear and twang it. Oh, excuse me. Now, which way are the wedding gifts? Hey, that way. Thank you. Well, there's Eddie. He's coming right over here like a bee heading for sugar. Uh, may I help you? Oh, well, that's shortly decent of you, really, Tess. I, I merely wanted to rummage through the wedding gifts, don't you know? Uh, go right ahead. Nice day, isn't it? 
Possibly, if you happen to like nice days. Personally, I loathe them. <laughs> well, well. Some very tired-looking gifts, I must say. My name's Eddie Jordan. Bully for you. Good heavens, there's not a single gold picture here. It's all silver. <laughs> How utterly revolting. I don't believe I've met you. Uh, what's your name, beautiful? Uh, Lady Maysfield. But you can call me your grace. And uh, you can call me your Eddie. Get it? It's sort of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, look, beautiful, uh, let you and me wander into the next room. There's nobody there. We can chat. Oh, you are a smasher, aren't you? <laughs> but very well. Lady Maysfield, you're an English deep freeze that needs a little defrosting. I'm just the boy who can do it. But tell me, Edward, um, don't you have an American girlfriend? Who, me? No. Oh, well, uh, surely there must be some girl who's interested in a charming and cultured chap like you. Oh, sure, sure. Lots of girls are crazy about me, but you know they bore me. Ah, oh, most interesting. Isn't there one girl that you like better than the other? Well, there is a girl. Her name is Maisie. <laughs> What's so amusing? Oh, she's such a funny-looking character. Her nose is a scream. <laughs> really? It's turned up from being pressed against jewelry store windows. And stupid old brother. <laughs> Just thinking about it doubles me up. Well, I'll straighten you right out, Eddie Jordan. Amazing. So I'm stupid, huh? And I've got a funny nose, huh? Well, I'm going to take your ears and reverse them. Now, wait a minute, Maisie. I knew it was you all the time. I don't believe you. You've got to believe me, Maisie. You've just got to. Why? Look, darling, you might be able to fool me by wearing a full-length veil. But this stuff over your face is no disguise at all. Not to me, it is. Oh, you mean it, Eddie? Jordan! Where are you, Jordan? Uh, put the veil back down. Here comes Mr. Potter. I'm uh, right in here, Mr. Potter. Why aren't you watching the presents? Oh, hello, Maisie. Some disguise. What are you doing here? Oh, well, hello, Mr. Potter. I was just checking to make sure that everything was going all right. That's just peachy. Just peachy. While you and Jordan were in here, somebody has taken the big antique silver tray. The silver tray? It's gone all right, Mr. Potter. It just isn't there. Everything was going fine until you got here, Maisie. Yes, but I... That antique silver tray is worth $1,500. And if it isn't recovered today, you two can spend the rest of your lives paying it off. Oh, I wish I were dead. If you don't find the tray, I'll help you get your wish. The Adventures of Maisie, starring Anne Southern, will continue in just a moment.
Now, don't worry, Eddie. I'll find that if I have to frisk everybody in this place. You'd better. Would you like to start frisking me? <laughs> Tell me something, Sherlock. Are you true or false? Oh, gee, she's cute. She's got lots of character, and that ain't all. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, you can have it. Oh, thanks, Eddie. It's mighty nice of you to turn the little dish over to me. Well, get those grubby donut snatchers off me. I'll see you later, Eddie. You'll see me later, too, honey. See, I've really done it this time. How can I be so stupid? Well, I guess it isn't hard when you put your mind to it. Oh, oh, there's a woman. There's a silver tray behind her chair. Uh-huh. Well, hello. I beg your pardon. Were you talking to me? Yes, I was. I just said hello. I see. Well, you'll have to pardon me. I don't have my glasses, and I can't see a thing. Are you anybody I know? I don't think so. Are you anybody I know? I rather hope not. I do wish I had my glasses. If I don't have my glasses, I can't tell who it is I dislike. Or uh, who it is that you like. I you? never like anybody. Well, that's a nice philosophy. <laughs> Why don't you get yourself an extra pair of glasses? I have three pair now. One for outside, one pair for inside, and the third for looking for the first two. Um, I notice there's a silver tray behind your chair. I shouldn't be a bit surprised. I put it there. Ah. Uh-huh. At whom are you ahahing, may I ask? At whom? At you'm, that's whom. If you'll pardon me, I'll just take this tray and put it back where it belongs. Leave that tray where it is. I'm sorry, but it's got to go back. It was naughty of you to bring it here in the first place. Hey, let go of it. Well, I won't. You let go. Who are you, anyway? Who are you? I asked you first. Come on, let go. Help! Somebody! Help me! Somebody is trying to steal one of the trays. Yes, please. What's Why? going on here? Here's the missing tray, Eddie. That's not it, Maisie. What happened? This isn't the tray. This is the one Grandmother Potzer gave me years ago. I've been showing it to one of the guests. This lady had it stashed behind one of the chairs. Maisie, this is Mrs. Potzer. Holy smoke. This is no lady. This is his wife. Who is this? Oh, it's you, Harry. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong with you? Eddie got me into this room, and before I realized what he was doing, he handcuffed me to the radiator. Well, well, you're sort of helpless, aren't you, doll? Yeah. <laughs> Get me loose, will you? What for? If I unlock the cuffs, then you'd go away. Mm-hmm. I've never been this close to such a, a luscious little dish before. Now, please, Harry, be a good boy. Who wants to be a good boy at a time like this? Ah. Ah, oh, the smell of your perfume is intoxicating. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> I just had a double. Well, where'd in good health and unlock this bracelet? And if I hold on to this hand, that leaves me one free hand, and you can't slap me in the face with the other, can you? Ooh, come closer, cutie. Harry, this isn't fair. Fair schmare. I'm human, ain't I? Just barely. Let go of me. Now, now you better go downstairs. There might be another robbery. There's going to be a little stealing going on up here, too. Well, uh... 
Now, come on. Are you going to give me a little kiss or shall I uh, wrestle away from you? Oh, all right. I'll give you a kiss. Here. That was a kiss. All you did was make like a hiccup with your lips. Well, what'd you expect me to do? Set you on fire or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's the idea. Shall we uh, try it again? You do and I'll bite your nose off. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I guess I'm just not your type. Nah. Hey, Harry. What are you doing? Oh, just investigating, just investigating. Eddie, please, take these handcuffs off me. Nothing doing. You've caused me enough trouble already. Mr. Potter is sore at me, and what's worse, Mrs. Potter is sore at Mr. Potter. Okay, both you cow wrestlers reach for the sky. I got you covered. Oh, go shoot yourself, will you, Junior? Okay, you ask for it. Ouch! Holy Pete, he's got a BB pistol. Good work, Hoppy. Shoot him again, partner. Okay. I'll get him. Ouch! Come here, you little bastard. Oh, please, Eddie. I know if you'll let me loose, I can find out who swiped that antique silver tray. Sure. Probably your next suspect will be the bride. Eddie, don't I mean anything to you anymore? Sure you do, Maisie. Nothing but trouble. Eddie. Yeah? Come here, you handsome devil. Uh Uh-uh. Come here and put your arms around me and tell me you forgive me for getting you in so much trouble. Well... Just kiss me and tell me you forgive me. Well, I guess it's the least I can do. It's the most you can do, too. Oh, you are a gorgeous thing, honey. Uh-uh. Don't bother rattling it. I'm not going to unlock you. Oh, you're so strong and good-looking and masterful. Yeah, I guess I am. How about that, kid? Okay. There. That should have curled your toes a little. Ah. It was heaven. Reach for the scarf, partner. Bullseye. Wait till I get my hands on that little breath. I'll send you to the scarf and on fire. Gee, Eddie never realized I took the handcuff keys out of his pocket. <laughs> I guess when a man's busy being masculine and a girl's telling him how wonderful he is, you could set off a bomb in his pocket and he'd never notice it. There. Uh, Eddie, darling. Yeah? Come here a minute and give me just one more kiss. Oh, they can't resist me. Okay, you lucky girl. Pucker up. Put your arms around me and... Hey, Maisie! <laughs> Maisie, get me loose. Get these handcuffs off me or I'll break every bone in your body. Please, honey. Now, don't go away, Eddie. I'm going to find Hopalong Potser and tell him that he can find a permanent target. Hey, Chick. Chick? Oh, oh, sure. Hi, Hoplong. Are you having any fun at this reception or whatever it is? Partner, your old pal Tex Revere has been ambushed, massacred, and staked out on an anthill. I've had the exact opposite of a good time. How about you? Well, I've had a little fun with my BB gun. Did you notice a big lady in a purple dress? Yeah, I had a short conversation with her. I said, hello, it's a nice day, and she said, hmm. Did you notice she hasn't been sitting down lately? Poppy, 
You haven't been sending any of the guests to the last roundup with that BB gun, have you? Nope. Can't even bother some of them. You know, I think they're wearing armor plate right where they make the best target. Well, maybe you can dimple them to death. Yeah. You know, I promise you I'd play that game with you, whatever it was, but I've got to do a little detective work right now. Um, maybe you could help me. Oh, sure. I'm through with the game anyway. That's good. What was it? You won't tell anybody. Oh, of course not, partner. Okay, Tex. I stole the silver bullion from the bad guys and hid it in the old mine shaft. Well, that seems like a... Just a minute, Hoppy. Who are the bad guys? Oh, everybody. Except you, of course. Oh, well, I'll tell you something, Hoppy. I think you got on the wrong side by mistake. And if we don't restore that silver bullion back to its rightful owners, your pal Texas Revere may get lynched by her boyfriend. Well, this rips it. Not only do you let some thief run off with a valuable silver tray right under your nose, but you get yourself handcuffed to the radiator. I'm sorry, Mr. Potzer, but if you'll get a hacksaw and cut the radiator right here... Nothing doing. Cut the handcuffs. They're hardened steel. They won't cut. Well, then you can stay here indefinitely and starve to death for all I care. I wonder what the archaeologists will say when they dig you up a thousand years from now. I just checked over all the guests, Mr. Potts, and the tray just isn't here. Oh, what's your theory, Harrigan? A theory? Oh, yeah, yeah, theory. Well, I think it's an inside job. I think Jordan did it. I took it. There, he just confessed. You're out of your mind. You're talking like an idiot. I got to talk so you can understand me. Why don't you call the police, Mr. Potzer? I don't want to question him just now. I questioned a suspect last week, and my knuckles are just healing. Hold everything. I got the tray. That's it. Who had it? Where did you find it? You got here just in time. Where was it? Well, it was tied onto the end of the rope that goes down in the well, Mr. Potzer. Well, how in the world did it get there? Well, that's a secret between me and a certain gentleman of the Old West. The secret will go with me to the grave. Reach for the sky, you sheep herders, or I'll fill you full of daylight. Junior, it was you. Well, I gotta be mosing along. Goodbye. Junior, come back here. <laughs> oh, thanks, Maisie. Now, unhook me from these handcuffs, will you? Eddie, um, do you still love me? Of course I do. Will you always love me no matter what happens? Certainly. Well, I tucked the key away in here, and when I leaned over the well, it fell into the water. Oh, no! In just a moment, we shall return to the adventures of Maisie.
once again, here's Maisie. Well, poor Eddie. We finally called a plumber who unscrewed the pipe and got him loose. Eddie got paid his $20 all right, and he was very happy about it. Except that the plumber's bill, what with overtime and so forth, was $18.53. He didn't speak to me all the way home. Then we went into the parlor to have a good fight. But just then, the electricity went out in our section of Brooklyn, and there was nothing else for us to do but sit on the Davenport and forgive each other. So we wouldn't waste the darkness. <laughs> well, it's been a busy day. Come on, please. Take poor little Maisie upstairs to bed. <laughs> just heard The Adventures of Maisie, starring Ann Southern. Maisie was written by John L. Green. Original music was composed and conducted by Harry Zimmerman. Supporting cast included Elvia Allman, Pat McGeehan, Virginia Gregg, Jeffrey Silver, Peter Leeds, and High Everback. Jack McCoy speaking. <laughs>